Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. This episode is brought to you by the All In by Teddy Journal. And guys, you know I'm a Real Housewives fan. That's what I do in my 30 minutes of free time every week. So when I had the opportunity to bring you guys this journal, I was borderline giddy. I have tried over 15 different journals with my morning routine in the last couple years. And I love this one so much because it is super simple. It has three prompts every morning to help prioritize and organize your day. And then it has three prompts every evening to help you recap on what worked and what you can improve on. Plus, who doesn't love a tool that helps you stay organized, supports your daily gratitude, and the best part, the journal is made by a local Canadian company that is family-run and female-led. So it is truly all the things. You can grab your journal today through the link in the show notes and save 20% by using the code HOLLY20. That's HOLLY20. And I cannot wait for you guys to rock your morning routine. So grab your journal and tag me in your Instagram stories and let's really kick off the school year right with an organized plan. You are listening to episode 39 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And today we are going to talk about how to grow your community and your brand using Facebook groups with my friend, Emily Whipple. Emily is the creator of Ugly Honest and the Ugly Honest community on Facebook. She runs a mom blog that shares both her and other mamas' experiences with postpartum depression and anxiety. And she took the leap from teaching first graders to empowering mamas as she shares practical tips for intentional and enjoyable parenthood. You'll most likely find her at the beach and then sneaking breaks from building sandcastles to catch up on her blog and her amazing Facebook community. And P.S., Emily and I are actually participating in the same coaching mastermind, and I have literally seen her grow this group so quickly and so amazingly, if that is a word, over the last couple of months that I just had to have her on this podcast to share her experiences with you and exactly how she did it. So let's get to the show. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you today? Hey, Holly. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for you to be here. I mentioned in the introduction that Emily and I have been working together over the past couple of months. And this topic is so cool because I have literally seen you grow your community so fast in such a small amount of time. And we're still in this global pandemic. So I think you guys are going to relate to what Emily has to share so much. But let's dive into telling us a little bit about yourself and your background. 
Sure. This is always the toughest part, Um, but I'm a small town Wisconsin girl. We actually just moved back to the town that I grew up in, which has a giant cow and like half a dozen cheese factories. Um, So yes, very small town Wisconsin. Uh, But my husband, Nick and I have two crazy little kiddos. My son is four and Abby's two. Um, And after Graham was born, I really struggled to adjust to life as a new mom. Um, it was really frustrating because on paper, all my dreams had come true. I had a supportive and helpful husband. I was teaching full-time, had my new baby, um, but I was really miserable. And after a while, well, like eight months, we realized that what I was experiencing really wasn't normal new motherhood. It was actually postpartum depression. Um, and in that experience and realizing it so late is what led me to starting my blog, um, Ugly Honest, as just a way to share what happened with me, for me, through me, um, with PPD in a way that might help other people. Um, and I remember starting the blog and realizing that it costs money to start a blog <laughs> and panicking a little bit. Uh, but, you know, Nick, Nick reminded me that as long as we helped one person, it was all going to be worth it. And while Ugly Honest has evolved to a little bit more than a blog at this point, that mission has really remained the same as just a way to help other mamas navigate, especially the beginning parts of motherhood, which I think we're not always prepared for. Yeah, I love your mission so much. And I try to think of that every single day, like when I wake up and the day gets crazy and you're experiencing all the things, like how can I help just one person today? I think you can really apply that um, to anything, but you have really taken on to growing your community and helping more than one person. Um, So let's dive into your Facebook group and how you got started with it and really how you grew it in such a short amount of time. Awesome. Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. So honestly, the growth for that shocked me a little bit. Um, I've, I've had plenty of Facebook groups in the past. I have a direct sales business also. So I've done the parties, the challenges. Um, but when I finally started the Ugly Honest group, it grew, I think we had about a thousand people in the first week and we're now about a month in and um, a little over 1500. So we're continuing to grow and that's super exciting. And I think what the way that I've approached my group is a little bit different than the way that I had other ones in the past. Um, in this one, I kind of imagined that I was setting up my first grade classroom again and just trying to create a space where moms could feel welcomed and safe and have, have room and space to talk about the things that are really hard when it comes to being a mom, the things that were kind of told to keep to ourselves or maybe just aren't as comfortable to talk about. Yeah, I love that. And I'm actually in her group and I'll share the link um, in the show notes. You guys can jump in as well. But one of the things Emily does really well is she posts prompts pretty fairly often asking some very, I don't want to say the the ugly, honest questions maybe is the right way to say it. Um, but not like, how was your day? It's like getting into like the nitty gritty. So are there some do's and don'ts for setting up the Facebook group that you would share that have worked for you or maybe haven't worked for you? Definitely. Yes. I think knowing your objective and knowing what you want, how 
how you want the group to serve your target audience um, is super important. And I think knowing that ahead of time is helpful because if you go in and you don't have a very clear mission, it's the group is going to get away from you very quickly. Um, it's something that I realized with the group growing so fast that maintaining the integrity of my original mission and vision was really important to me. Um, and for the dues too, I would say use all of Facebook's, like anything that they put in there to help you go ahead and use them. Like the custom link building, have a nice cover photo, um, use the questions to get, let people in and out, all those little things um, they have for a reason and don't be afraid to use them. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. I will add in one tip and that is you should absolutely ask for somebody's email address <laughs> as one of your questions. I've had a couple of clients that have not done that and they have fairly large Facebook groups. Um, and now we're going back and making sure that we can get those email addresses. Um, when you think about ways that you optimize your growth, can you share sort of what you did? And then how do you stay connected to that many people at one time? Definitely. So I know that you had mentioned the regular posts that I had in there, kind of the conversation starters. So that's something that I have done to, again, like my classroom, to create consistency and predictability. So every morning I have a daily post and it, I have them scheduled out so I don't really have to think about it. Um, but Mondays, there's going to be a mindset post. Tuesdays, you know, talk up your own business and so on through the week. And they recognize those and they know they're coming. And they're a similar prompt, but they're just a little different each week. And then in the evenings, I have an evening post that's more related to the theme for that week. And those are the ones that kind of allow us to dig a little bit deeper. Um, and I think when I do engage in the comments and things, I try to not necessarily just comment, but to ask questions in response to someone else's comment. So I think one thing that a lot of Facebook creators tend to make a mistake with is letting the conversation bounce back and forth between themselves and each individual, if that makes sense. Whereas it, the more you can get to know people individually, you can connect them to each other. So if a mom asks a question about, let's say, someone asked in there today about sleep training, and I know that there are four different mamas who've commented on something like that recently, I can tag them in and let them connect and just allow the community to tighten and grow that way instead of always trying to be in the middle of it. Yeah. So I just wrote down like three really key points that if you're paying attention, you should write these down. So one, she schedules her content, which is a huge time saver. And along with that, it's very consistent. So like same time, people know what to expect. Two, I think is responding back with a comment or tagging other people in the community. So like building the community in your responses is super helpful. And then three, can you build on a little bit your sort of theme for the week concept and how that works? Sure. So one theme that we've had is mindfulness. And I tend to kind of start off the week with focusing on what like a broad general, what a broad general definition would be of whatever the topic is. Um, so for example, this week was mindfulness and we had 
just a few different mindfulness strategies that moms could try or asking if they have any ways that they implemented in their homes. Um, next week or the week after, we're doing embarrassing moments. Um, so just kind of trying to keep it, I'm trying to alternate between heavier topics and lighter topics, um, but they're all really relevant to moms regardless of the age and stage of their kiddos. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yes, I have one more exciting announcement. Cue the sparkles and confetti because I'm so excited to share with you that we have officially opened the Crush the Rush community. Think of this as your one-stop shop for free monthly workshops, guest speakers, Monday pep talks from me, and so much more to really dig into and learn the tools you need to crush your business and avoid burnout. And because you know I love a good schedule, when you log in, it is all mapped out for you with what's going to happen and when. So I hope you are excited. I have been dreaming this up in my head for the last three years, and it's finally here. So make sure you join us. You can join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash crush the rush. And there are all kinds of goodies waiting for you. How far in advance do you plan sort of your themes and your content? Well, I'm getting a little bit better. Um, I like to have the daily posts, like the morning ones scheduled out for the whole month because I can, I just change the color of the backgrounds and I can just schedule all the Mondays, all the Tuesdays. And it's very quick. Um, and then I'm working on scheduling out about a month or two for the theme content, because what I've started to do is look for speakers who can come into the group and share their background knowledge, um, and just provide, you know, their expertise, because while I know a little bit about mindfulness, having an author come in and share what she knows, um, is so much more valuable to the women in the group and, it also helps me to not always be the, again, the center of the group and more of just the facilitator of the community. Yeah, I love that. So I'm going to ask you a, a productivity question. What do you write? Like, how do you plan it? Is it in Excel or like a tool? How do you, what are you using? Right now I have kind of a mixture of Trello and Excel. Okay. Um, yeah, I have. Go ahead. Back, back and forth between the two. Um, and then Canva makes it pretty easy to just, I copy the last week's theme posts and make, like kind of change things up a little bit and then dump them back in. So. Yeah, I love that. That's super helpful. Any basic posting strategies that have worked for you in terms of like time or content or video, anything that you try to incorporate? Um, I guess what's worked for me with as far as staying consistent is the scheduled posts. And then there are times when I'll post other things throughout the day just as they come up. Um, and I know my mom community with Facebook analytics, you can look in and see kind of peak conversation times and interaction. And, and moms tend to be on in the evenings, like between seven, eight, yeah. nine. O'clock. So I found that that is that those posts tend to get more engagement. So I try to go live or share video content then. Um, but honestly, as a mom myself, it's a little bit tricky to always get those things in. So 
I try to just show up consistently and not stress too much about the optimal times because moms are checking their phones at 3 a.m. breastfeeding. So it's, it's just going to work. Very true. Um, is there anything that you did to sort of get that massive growth at the beginning? I think what really helped in the beginning is that a few followers, friends of mine really took on the mission to grow the group themselves. And I think that it just compounded. Um, we set, I set the crazy goal to hit a thousand that first week and people kind of rallied behind it. So it wasn't my goal. It became our group's goal. And that, that honestly happened a little bit by accident, but I think if you can set something up like that and let the community know that it's for them, it's because of them, that they'll jump in and help. Um, and I also emphasize too, like, don't just add all your friends, <laughs> add your mom friends or your soon to be mom friends, the ones who are going to be willing to go deep, be honest, um, the ones you like, basically. I, I really wanted to stress quality over quantity, especially in those early stages. Yeah, and I know I have one more question about that. So I know one of the things that you've done pretty consistently is run challenges. Can you talk about the challenges and how that's helped? Mm-hmm. So yes, I I have one challenge that I really like to run called the Chill Mom Challenge, and it's a self care challenge. Um, and I think that. The themes are nice because that focuses the group's conversation for the week, but a challenge lets us focus on a shared like activity to kind of unite the group. And not everyone can participate every time, but um, I think having a challenge, even if it's just a five-day, the basics of the challenge that I run is to wash your face in the morning and at night. And that's not you know, that's not a groundbreaking challenge, but for a lot of new moms, that's not something that they do or even older moms. Um, and just having that solidarity and accountability can really be a way to tie the group together. And for me to see who is really engaging, who is really connecting with the principles that I'm trying to teach and inspire and just kind of continue pushing that mission forward too. Yeah. I love the wash your face challenge. And I'm sitting here thinking like, maybe I need to have a like, get dressed every day <laughs> challenge. Cause I literally have been wearing the same like zoom jacket every day, but that's a different topic. Um, any other, awesome. <laughs> you know, right? Like maybe we all need that with back to school. Um, any other tips or tricks that you can give in terms of maybe what you've learned as your community has grown over the past couple of weeks and months? Mm -hmm. I think one thing that I've had to let go of a little bit is control. And the idea that it's not about me, it's about the mission. And I, I had a pretty specific vision for the group, um, but it's really taken on a life of its own. I thought that I would need to be, you know, bringing all the content in and encouraging people to participate and, pretty quickly, um, people were very comfortable to post their own ideas and questions. And I think maybe that just stems from a lot of moms are in mom groups already, and it's a pretty familiar format. So I had to get used to that. And um, now I'm realizing that as long as the group is serving the mission, that's okay. It's okay if it doesn't look exactly the way I thought that it might. Yeah, I love that. And I think that pretty much is happening with everything right now. So that's a really good way to sort of end 
this portion. Um, at the end of every podcast, I like to ask three questions. So my first question is, what is your morning routine? Oh dear. I knew this was coming and it was still, it was still tough. I could tell you my ideal morning routine and then I could tell you what has happened during this crazy time. And ideally I would love to get up before my kids and have coffee and get myself completely ready for the day, get their clothes laid out, all the things, um, and have just a little time to center and prepare. But what realistically has been happening is my kids get up pretty early. They're usually up between 5.15, 5.30, and that's even an improvement. Um, my daughter was getting up around 4.30 for the longest time. And so I, right now my morning routine is a little bit more reactive than proactive. And I know that that's something that I'd like to work on, but. Yeah, I, I mean, it's real life though. And I think a lot of times I ask the morning routine question and it, it maybe isn't even morning. It's just routine. Um, and so I think it's just important to share that everyone's is different. Um, what is one resource that has helped you the most in your journey so far? So I have to say that having other mompreneurs, other friends who are kind of trying to take on the same things has honestly been probably the most helpful. Like being able to bounce ideas off of you and other members of the mastermind has been huge. Um, but I would also say if I had to pick a book, um, Mindset by Carol Dweck is one that I continuously return to over and over and over. Um, I have not read that one. And most books that people recommend, I have already read. So I am excited to dig into that. That book is life-changing from a personal development standpoint, but also a parenting standpoint. Um, and anybody who's doing any kind of homeschool or virtual learning Oh, yeah. So everyone should write that down because I know for us, school is starting soon. And I feel like everything I know is just going to get flipped on its head. <laughs> like I know it's coming, but I just don't know what to expect. Yes. Um, and then the last question is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? I think I would like to be able to teletransport. Is that like, I want to just be able to go wherever. Uh, yeah. I've had like four or five people say that and I'm like, you know what? I'm in, I totally want to do that too. No. Yeah. I'm sick of the sick of long car rides to see family and friends. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Emily. This was really helpful. And I hope that you guys were able to write down a lot of her tips and tricks. Um, I can tell you, I have seen it happen over the last couple of weeks and months and her, um, her tips are definitely genuine. And I hope that you guys, really jump into her uh, community and learn everything that she has to offer. So thank you, Emily. Well, thank you, Holly. It was fun chatting with you today. It was. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you. 